excited to have you here for the Bethel High School podcast. And I'm Ashley, and we've got Aiden and Macy here, and we are going to talk about worship today. So let's just start off, and I'm going to start with you, Macy. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your personal definition of worship. Yeah, so um, we chatted a little bit about this before, but I would say my personal definition of worship would be anything that's like intentionally out of adoration towards the Lord, um, because like we just owe everything to Him. Like it's yeah. So that's really good. So adoration to yeah. the Lord. Yes. Yeah. So we're worshiping him. We're adoring him. That's Absolutely. really good. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Aiden? My definition is anything that brings glory to God and I devote to him mm-hmm. and specifically do for him. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit more specifically for a little bit about like corporate worship or mm-hmm. worshiping at church kind of together. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about how you can incorporate like your personal worship in a church, like, do you feel like it's harder to worship with other people? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it is easier to worship with other people? Is there something different about it that's more powerful, less powerful? Like, how do you feel personally about it? And Aiden, I'll start yeah. with you. Well, me and my family, uh, besides my mom, she's the only one that like lifts her hands and sings and stuff. Me and my dad and siblings just stand there with our arms crossed, but we're like really enjoying it. But we feel more like intimate with God when we're like doing it on our own okay. and just being alone with him. Yeah, okay. So you enjoy worship, you know, with other people, but you feel like when you're alone, that's whenever you can be more free. I mean, do you feel more free to, you know, worship him, like lifting your arms or how, how do you worship whenever you're home that might be different than at church? When I worship, I usually draw like nature, or just mm-hmm. sit in nature and mm-hmm. just like have conversation with him. That's super cool. That's awesome. Cool. What about you, Macy? Um, I would say that I really enjoy like more like corporate worship, like with people, um, just cause I just love being around people and I love like being in community with them. And I've almost found that it's like, Sometimes it's, like, harder for me to worship on my own, mm-hmm. um, depending on the day, for sure. Um, but also just, like, promising, knowing that, like, every Sunday, like, I'll get to, like, be here with all the people that I love and, like, yeah, get to express, like, our, like, um, what's the word? Like, our just, like, unity, mm-hmm. like, together um, and, like, love for the Lord. That's awesome. It's just, like, it, like, fills my heart. Okay, really? so are you a little bit more extroverted? Oh, yeah. And then would you say oh, you're a little yeah. more introverted? Yes. Okay, so well. let's talk about that for, <laughs> for just a minute because I think it's a great dynamic to discuss that sometimes mm-hmm. our worship to God, which is giving Him glory, is reflected based upon our personality if other people are present. And so it's important to worship God alone. It's important to worship God with other people. Mm -hmm. But being aware of those difficulties that sometimes happen, like for you it might be by yourself, for you it might be around other people. But if we don't talk about how it can be difficult, then we don't even know what to do about it. So I think this is a great conversation. So have you ever noticed, and I'll start with you, I mean, I'm an extrovert, but I've definitely struggled (laughs) with people being around too. But do you ever feel you know, self-conscious or worried. You're like, okay, there's a lot of people around. Are they going to get whatever? Are they going to all lift their hands and I'm going to feel out of place? Or has there ever been anything like that that makes you feel uncomfortable during worship with other people? Yes. I've always had that. Like, like someone raises their hands or like everyone's like singing, crying. And I'm like, um, <laughs> I feel like out of place because I don't feel any of that. But when I'm like in person, I'm 
like just me and him, I feel like I enjoy it much more mm-hmm. and like feel more open to like be more of myself and glorify him. And, um, so yeah, I do feel that. And I do, I don't like worshiping with music as much as I do like anything else. I love being around people and just talking about faith-based stuff and like feel out, uh, Theology. Theology. (laughs) (laughs) Just talking about that because I just feel like that's such an amazing form of community worship where Mm -hmm. I can like acknowledge him with the wisdom that he gives me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And such a good point that, you know, for you, if you personally, you like music, but you don't love, like that's not your primary Mm -hmm. form of worship that you like to use. And I think that for some people, they can come to church and feel like this is what everybody does. Maybe it doesn't fit for me. So maybe I am not called to be a believer. Maybe this is just mm-hmm. not the world. And I think understanding like that basic definition of worship is giving God glory. Yeah. And maybe for you, if like you draw or you like to be in nature, maybe that's part of what, the way that God made you. But yet I do think that there's something about that two or three are gathered. You know, that I, I believe that we are still called to do those things. So I don't want people yeah. to then resist, you know, coming to God. But I think that it's super valuable to learn. You know, not everybody wants to lift their hands. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're yeah. unresponsive or that they don't like God. But how can we help people to feel more free to worship? So in the past, we've had someone like paint on stage. Would you ever feel like you could draw or do something as like part of like a high school thing? Or is that still like out of your element? It's still a little bit out of my okay. element because I'm kind of still developing. Okay. So yeah. And it is, it's hard to know, like, how much do you pull in and how much do you keep it separate? So I'm not trying to push you, push you too, but just kind of discuss, like, what does it look like for you? Okay. What about you, Macy? What are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? Like, wait, do you you feel like with, with worshiping around people that Mm -hmm. you've, I mean, you said that you enjoy worshiping with people more, but do you feel like worshiping by yourself, do you face challenges with that? Or what do you do to kind of bridge the gap where worship might be difficult? I think you mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, one of the reasons it's difficult is because like, I'm a little like self-conscious at my house. Like, I just don't know like who's listening or like who's around. And like, honestly, in one sense, it could be like a testament, like, Oh wow. Like to like my parents or something like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, like she's worshiping in a room. Like that's super cool. So, um, it's definitely one of those things where it's just like, I have to take a step out in faith and just like, know that like, okay, like know like who I'm worshiping towards and like who this is for. Um, yeah, so I think on my own, just like at my house is like, it's just hard because I don't know who's listening. Yeah. So, and it can be very vulnerable, like For super sure. vulnerable. And like, that's another thing that I like struggle with, I think is just like vulnerability. Um, and it's so weird because it's like almost like opposite, like than what you would think, because like in, um, like the big room, like when we worship, like I have like no problem being so vulnerable with my worship, like, like whatever it is. Like, I mean, I was like holding McKenna on Sunday and we were like dancing and I was like this is like like I'm like I feel so close to the Lord right Mm -hmm. now because I also connect with him through like little kids and so like that's where I connect with him most um so yeah I would just say like vulnerability is kind of a hard one I yeah like definitely on my own so so I hear you you say you connect to God like being around people and being around little kids you connect to God through nature all of these things are things that God's created and so it's amazing how you know, we can 
glorify God mm-hmm. by appreciating the things that he made. Absolutely. But it might be different for different people. Yes. So for me, I, I tend to feel more passionate whenever I'm around other people, mm-hmm. but I love worshiping by myself yes. as well. But I do believe that scripture that says where two or three are gathered, mm-hmm. that I am there, that sometimes you can feel God's presence mm-hmm. more. But I find it interesting, like you said, sometimes you've kind of looked around and I'm like, I don't feel what everyone else seems to be feeling. I'm curious if we could talk about that a little bit more. Have you ever had moments where you maybe have not felt God in that moment Mm -hmm. and you've left or maybe even you didn't feel God and you asked God to show himself and then you began to feel his presence more? Either one of you? Well, when I was a kid, like I didn't know what the presence of God like felt like. Mm -hmm. So I'd always just be standing there like, all these people are feeling something I don't. Mm. So I just mentally check out. But like we have this thing called house church. And the first time I went there, I enjoyed it so much. Like it was so unorthodox to like anything I've been around my entire life. It was just like so filled with the spirit. And I just found that like amazing. At first I was like, it's a cult. (laughs) And I was like, no, this is really cool. And yeah, so I've learned to kind of like, accept that and enjoy it more. So you felt God's presence there and then that made the difference for you to kind of help you feel more comfortable with it. Okay. Any thoughts, Macy? Um, yes. Wait, will you repeat the question? Okay. So have you ever had a time whenever you felt close to God or maybe you didn't feel close to God at a worship service and then you you did? Yeah. I would say like, um, something for me is like, I can get distracted really easily in worship. Like, especially like I'm such like a people watcher. Um, so like, if something is happening and that's like that I'm like, what's going on over there? Like I can get kind of distracted. Um, but yeah, just asking the Lord to like focus my, um, eyes and like something I try to remember is like the Lord doesn't want divided hearts. Like our hearts divided. Like he just wants, like, especially in those moments, like when we're all together, like as community and fellowship, like he just wants our hearts, like he wants our hearts, like undivided, attention towards him so I think that's something that kind of helps me like refocus Um, yeah yeah that's good yeah I remember we had church camp as a kid and it would be this like outdoor church that had a roof but no walls and so it was just amazing to be in nature that's so cool but there were a few times whenever there would be people just lifting their hands and praising and Mm -hmm. it just seemed like God was moving but I would be standing there and I remember feeling like, God, I want to feel your presence. I need to feel your presence. And all these other people seem to like, what's wrong with me? Mm. What's going on? Or why can't I feel you? And I remember one time just saying like, I'm not leaving Mm. until I feel your presence. Lord, I'm going to just keep pursuing. I'm going to keep worshiping you. And as I just said, Lord, you are the ancient of days. You are the king of kings. You are the, you know, and as I just started like saying praises to God, that's amazing. I felt like those walls kind of broke down and I began to feel his presence. And I think that that's something we don't always talk about, that you can feel God's presence. And some people, if they're in the room, they don't, they can maybe feel like we're faking if yes. we are tearful or if yeah. we are lifting our hands. And I think understanding that there's a difference that yes. we might feel. But even if we are a Christ follower, it doesn't mean that every time mm-hmm. we're going to be you know, completely blown away and yeah. mm-hmm. acknowledging that God is moving in my in my life right now. You know, yep. sometimes we 
we don't feel it. Yeah. And that's okay because we, God's not like on tap for us to say, okay, let me feel you and get warm butterflies. So true. It's about glorifying him. Yeah. And sometimes he fills us in a new way mm-hmm. and we don't completely know all the purpose, <laughs> all the purposes <laughs> for that, but it's a blessing mm-hmm. to be able to be filled by him. So yeah, I, I think I yeah, agree. It's, it's awesome that you guys are sharing. You know, Macy, you shared a little bit about your family and kind of the vulnerability of worshiping at home. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your, your faith background. Like what, what did you, what was life like growing up? Did you go to church? Share some Yeah. Um, so I have kind of always been like around the church. Um, I went to like Crossroads daycare ever since I was like a little, little gal. So I've kind of always been around it. Um, a lot of times though, we wouldn't go as a family on Sundays, um, but as I started to form, like, my own friendships within the church, like, when I previously went to Crossroads, like, it started becoming, like, a choice for me to go. And so, I mean, for as long as I can remember, ever since seventh grade, it's been my own choice to go to church. And, I mean, it honestly kind of just blows my mind because in one way, like, I'll be like, oh, sometimes I wish that I had, like, a more biblically sound, um, like, upbringing. But on the other hand, like, it's caused me to be so independent and completely, like, my choice in faith. So, like, even as we're, like, talking about this right now, it just blows my mind how God works because in moments where I've been, like, I don't understand why I've been put in, you know, maybe a family that's not as close to the Lord or just things along that line, like, it just, like, I'm, like, the light for my family, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And so, like, and I know that he's so strategically placed me in that way, and it's just very promising, like, He's really faithful for that. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. What about you, Aiden? Well, I've like always been in the church. Like we'd go every Sunday, then um like what we moved a lot. Well, we moved a lot. And like I wasn't young enough to mm-hmm. like remember all my church up until like about six, seven years ago when I started like going to this one church then like it was like lukewarm kind of it was yeah. more of like a make you feel good church mm-hmm. not really like uh convicting out of like the bible church and then i just like never had community until like i moved here and then i was like wait this is what church is actually yes, supposed to be like so yes, i'm like learning new ways to worship like mm-hmm. just relearning everything that's awesome that's okay so, so for either one of you you know how different of types of churches have you been in? Like you mentioned that you know people would be lifting their hands mm-hmm. around you. You know, have you guys been to churches that would be liturgical, or they have a very like you're reading things and you know, different types of churches, or have you mostly been to churches that are kind of similar to you know Bethel, where we lift our hands or we sing? You know, people people might be a little bit excited, but you have a lot of people that stand there as well. Right? Yeah. You I mean. I, like I said, I went to Crossroads and I would say like a lot of the principles are the same there. Um, like as like a church, I think we both operate kind of in similar ways. Um, I've been to a Catholic church one time. It was very, very different. Um, I would say like, yeah, it was very, very different. But like, other than that, I haven't really been to a lot of like Baptist, Methodist, like non-denominational churches that differ from Bethel. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's cool, I guess. Okay. Yeah. That's good. What about you? Well, the... All the churches I went to, the youth ministry, like, I didn't spend much time in, like, the actual ministry, just the youth ministry. And some of them, like, didn't even focus on the youth ministry. Mm. They were more of, like, babysitting. Mm. Yeah. And that was, like, all the way through middle school into, like, the start of high school. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, so maybe you you didn't see like the presence of God being like moving if they're just yeah childcare, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting how you know, our backgrounds impact our theology, and we don't even know like what exactly. what even is my theology? Yeah. And you start to think, well, this is church. Oh. I always thought church was this, but did mm-hmm. we really have an open line of thought that said church is blank? You right. know, it's a lot of times subconscious. We don't even really think about it. So I love that we're having this conversation to kind of think, you know, what is worship and how can we worship? So yeah. um, are there thoughts that you guys have, you know, as far as like what you would like to see worship be among young people? Yeah. How, how would you want it to be different or what do you love that you'd want to keep or see more of? Yeah. And you want to go ahead? Well, so currently I'm going through like a period without music. I've like decided I need to just like go without it because in my past I'd use music to drown out Mm. like all my emotions and just focus on the music. So I've just like deleted every music subscription I've had and I'm just spending more time in like prayer and reading and that just like freed up a lot of time because I'd always be having earbuds in. Yep. And so I feel like we need to kind of like detach from our electronics and like mm-hmm. spend more time yeah. with people or like on our own, just one-on-ones. Mm. So, yeah, that's really good. So yeah. how long has it been? Well, so I did it for a month. Okay. Then I was like, okay, maybe I can start letting it in. And then like a week after I got like an anxiety attack and I was like, mm. I don't need music in my life and okay. just like got rid of it. And since then I've just spending more time in the word and okay. with people. Yeah. Now, we'll talk a little bit, like, what types of music do you listen to? Like, is it all different types, or is it, like, faith-based music? Well, so, once I hit, like, a teenager, that's mm-hmm. when I started going to, like, public school, mm-hmm. and I slowly got inter- entered into, like, rap and yeah. all this stuff. Then I, once I hit high school, I got into, like, emo rap, mm-hmm. emo music, punk okay. pop, like, all these different negative musics. And, like, I deteriorated. I fell into, like, mm. a bunch of pornography addictions and yeah. self-harm. And oh. I got addicted to depression, which I didn't even, like, know what depression yeah. was at the time. And I just fell into it. And, like, I just now started detoxing from all this stuff. So then, like, I'd be on and off. Like, every time someone would drop a new song, I'd, like, listen to it. Then I'd be like, can't have this. Go to Christian music. Mm-hmm. Usually it'd be like Christian rap, but I'd always try and find the closest to like whoever I was listening to. Mm-hmm. So like I'd find Juice World, XXX. Um, I'd find like all these different artists that were close to mimicking it, but mimicking it is not the actual thing. So I'd always go back to the actual mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Then once I moved here, I was still listening to all this depressing music. And then. I like my mom came into my room, sat me down and talked to me. She was like, I'm not going to take away your electronic that is allowing you to, because like every time before she'd just take it away. Then when I got it back, go like a few weeks with mm. listening to good Christian music and then I'd go back into it. Mm-hmm. So she just sat me down and that showed me like a sign of kind of like respect. So I was like more open to like, okay, I'm just going to quit this and just go back to all my music. Mm. Um, so then I met my girlfriend. She started introducing me to like worship and stuff instead of like my Christian rap, which mm-hmm. isn't bad, but led to other things. So I listened to like that all the time. And I was like, sometimes you need to just like be out of 
distraction so mm-hmm. that the spirit can talk to you. And like, I was like blocking the spirit. So I just had to like get rid of it and just like no music and just spending time in the yeah. word. That's really good. Thank you for sharing. Because yeah. I think that you were talking about worship, but you just walked us through your personal worship at home. You know, like literally we can think worship is listening to music or we can think that worship is being at church together. It's this time at the beginning of the church service, you yeah. know, and, and in reality, you are worshiping God by evaluating what's going on inside of you and saying, God, I want you to have my whole heart. I don't want to hurt myself. I don't mm-hmm. want to look at things that are unpleasing to you. I give you my free time. I give you my mm-hmm. ears. I give you, you know, this, this form of entertainment that I seem to keep going back to that it isn't helping me in the way that I feel like I want to be. It's not creating the fruit of your spirit and I want the fruit of your spirit. And so I'm going to take it out of my life. And I think that that's such an amazing example of worship, but I love hearing how your mom kind of helped that as well. Parenting's hard, y'all. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know that. So I, I, I remember being a teenager and being like, I am not doing this when I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. Those words have definitely came out of my mouth before. <laughs> and a few of those things I um, I still do. And I'm like, oh, man, mm-hmm. like, stop it. And sometimes I feel like, oh, I understand why she did yeah. what she did. Or they mm-hmm. did what they did. But my, my mom was always the one that I'm like, she oh, she was the one that was always like there and around. Um, my dad worked a lot, so. Yeah. But but in looking at, you know, your story, you know, your mom gave you that opportunity to make the choice for yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember a little bit of a sidebar. But I remember my mom taking me shopping, giving buying me all these clothes that were like spaghetti strap and like one of them like had like your belly showed and I was like, "Oh, this is good. I get to finally fit in." And then I wore them a couple times and she took them all away and I'm like, "Why did you buy this? Now I have no clothes to wear." You know, yeah. and all this. But there was something about me inside that I was like, "I'm glad she took them yeah. because yeah. I knew that I shouldn't yeah. be wearing that because I had a boyfriend and I knew what it made him do. Mm-hmm. It made him look at my body, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's hard sometimes with the parenting role and then to try to say like, I'm worshiping God, but if I'm forced, I don't want to. Yeah. And so I love that your mom was like trying to help you, but you've now made that choice for yourself. Yeah. So do you feel appreciative of where you've come like on your own? You're like, oh, yeah. man, I think that it has been a good choice that I've made you know, to kind of take a little break from music and then kind of keep trialing different things so that you can keep glorifying God in it. Yeah, for sure. Because, um, like that opens like worlds of new forms of worship that could be blocked if I was just like always in my phone listening to music. Yeah. So I'm so glad that I did that. I'm glad that everything that has happened in my past did because it got to me to where I am right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like super grateful for all that. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for sharing. So Macy, what do you see as far as, you know, the world around you at school or different Mm -hmm. things that might be barriers to worship, whether it's for you personally or for others around you? Um, I would say kind of along the lines of what Aiden said, electronics, number one. And then number two, um, busyness for sure. Just like hustle and hurry. Um, even for me, sometimes I find myself, um, like afraid to slow down and like, remember and like be grateful if that makes sense like just for who God is and like just be like in complete adoration to him like complete worship to him like I find myself just like maybe filling my head with other things like and it's not sometimes it's not even like um what's the word like intentionally like sometimes it just happens because of the society that like we live in so like 
I would say probably just I would love to see more people my age um, like in more rest and like more um, solitude and like just um, maybe not more in their heads because I would say overthinking and like thinking is kind of like a little epidemic in our society in our generation but you think um, thinking is an epidemic or like overthinking, overthinking. Okay. like overthinking yeah. like negatively like yeah. toxic mm-hmm. overthinking I would say which is something I struggle with and um there's, so there's a book called overthinking by John Acuff and he's he's one of my favorites really he's, he's somewhat of a comedian as well but yeah, that. yeah he talks about it but yeah. and then Chuck and I talk about thinking and like Definitely, it's the negative thinking that yeah. sometimes gets us down. Absolutely. But thinking is a good thing. But yes. how do we think about the right things? And exactly. you know, using scripture, like we cast our cares upon him, mm-hmm. you know, giving him our thoughts whenever we feel anxious, when we feel yes. down, but also just giving him our day. Yeah. You need know, to say, Lord, transform Absolutely. my mind, renew my mind, so that when I am at work or school or wherever mm-hmm. I am, that I can be used that I can be glorifying to you, exactly. that I don't, you know, start talking bad about people when I'm frustrated, yep. but that I am reflecting your glory. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yes. hard to do. And I think those are, those are worship moments. Yeah. And I absolutely. think that that's difficult. Absolutely. I would say one more thing too, would be like, um, something that the house church that, um, we've previously been to has really taught me is just like being in more conversation with God throughout the day. Like when something makes me upset or mad, like instead of like, immediately running to like Jack or like immediately running to like my mom, like just giving it to God. And then that causes me to think about that causes me to like listen for his voice more in the matter and like, remember kind of like it, it grounds me for sure. Like he definitely grounds me. Um, just thinking like, okay, Lord, what would you do in this situation? Like, um, and it's definitely like a personal conviction too. He definitely like in times mm-hmm. he's like, Macy, talk to me first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yeah. yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about how, like, the definition of worship for ourselves, but let's talk a little bit about some of the maybe the benefits of worship or some of the things I think really kind of negatively we can chase these things in worship, mm-hmm. even like feeling yeah. God's presence, like we can chase the the happy high feeling mm-hmm. or like, God, give me, give me, give me, tell give me, me what to me, do. Are there Are there things that you see in worship that maybe are tempting for you or you see people do that you don't want to do or any negatives? Yeah. I would say the feeling aspect is really a big, um, I don't want to say problem because in some instances, like feeling the presence of God is so powerful, but Mm -hmm. when we're chasing that feeling, like you said, it can be really, really, um, damaging. And, um, I mean, I've even experienced that, like when I got back into my faith, um, and I know people close to me have as well, like, but the saying that I've heard a lot is like faith over feelings. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, like me and my friend Sarah, were talking about this, like sometimes we're not going to feel God. Like sometimes like maybe he even is intentionally not letting us feel him in that moment because like that causes us to run to him more and like trust in him more, hopefully. (laughs) But yeah, so I would just say, um, definitely like running to him and like, um, just like faith over feelings is so important because like feelings, like we're not like, we don't, we can't worship feelings and like, we can't worship like, um, emotion 
and yeah. things like that. Like we're worshiping God. So, and yeah. I think that can be such a draw to worship. I mean, for me personally, yeah. I love coming in and I mean, I will talk to God a little bit, even sometimes I'm on stage singing. I'm like, God, do you hear all these people yeah. singing your praise? Like, it's so awesome. It's so amazing. And I'm like, God, you're awesome. Like we're all, and like, there's so many people across this world yeah. worshiping you. And I love to have moments like that. But I think sometimes then when I'm at home and I'm frustrated with life, you know, feeling like a failure, I'm like, I can't be with people all day long, but that isn't what this felt like. I just want to be there. But remembering that God's still worthy, even if we could never go to Mm. a church together, even if we had to be alone the rest of our life, God's still worthy. Even if he didn't pour out his spirit upon us and fill us, he's already given Jesus and given us salvation. But yet I know for myself, I can constantly go, just go in and out of why didn't you speak to me? Like, if you love me and I want to do your will, like, why aren't you speaking to me? And I think that true worship is saying that, God, I'm going to be devoted to you on the days whenever you give me what I want and on the days whenever you don't. don't. And that's, that's definitely tough. But I think that that is where the fruit of the spirit comes in Mm. because the fruits of the spirit produce peace, patience. So if we've been filled by God's spirit We've asked him to come and fill us, which is what oftentimes happens during worship, yes. right? We're supposed to be there to worship him, to say, God, you're great. <laughs> but then God fills us. And so I think I forget sometimes, and I'm like, Lord, fill me so I can do your will, which is a good thing. But yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, the purpose is for me to worship you. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so I, I wonder how often I kind of get that off in, yeah. in worship where I'm seeking what I can get. Mm. But as I remember, you know, Lord, lead me and fill me as he fills me. Even yeah. if that is a selfish prayer, Lord, fill right. me. You know, it does give us the peace so that we can, exactly. you know, be that calming force in our home, yeah. in our workplace, in our school, and so that we can speak where we need to. But then yeah. also, like, the love. Whenever someone's hurt mm-hmm. us, that we can love them anyway. And that's yeah. desperately difficult <laughs> yes, to do. Yes, it is. And we know yeah. that it's a result of his spirit. So exactly. speak a little bit, either one of you guys, to that fruit of the spirit and, like, what that means to you. Do you feel like you've ever you either seen the fruits of the Spirit in other people, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, or that you felt like you've personally received those fruits of the Spirit where you've seen it walk out in your life? I've felt both ways. Like, whenever I, like, fall into temptation and, like, I get, I got punished, like, I'd get stuff taken away from me, mm-hmm. which would cause that temptation. I'd always be angry. But then after I'd learned that that was out of love and caring and all this stuff for me. And then like when I, someone hurts me, I've like learned I got to be like more loving Mm -hmm. and like all the fruits of the spirit towards that person. Because if I do wrong to them, then I'm just as bad as them. Mm. And like, I can't lower myself to them yeah. or like just conflict them and like butt heads because yeah. that doesn't get anything done. Yeah. I love that you said that you kind of think like I need to be loving. Cause I yeah. think that's a good point. Like the fruit of the spirit, I believe that most of the time, at least this is how it's been for my personal experience. Like the spirit has filled us. And so then I will say like, let's just say it was between me and you, Aiden. <laughs> if there was something that I'm like, oh, I need to love. It's not that just, 
completely, I'm like, over, like, you hurt me. And I'm like, oh, I love it. I love it, you know. It's not this crazy thing where we're Mm -hmm. dysfunctional. Yeah. But we're like, oh, there's that little quiet voice in our mind. Our conscience is what a lot of people call it. And I think most of the time it's the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And I think just saying, wait, this is an opportunity where you can love. And I think that it can be difficult. But I believe, like, just like you said, that it's a lot of times that, like, quickening or a movement in our mind or thoughts to push us. And so we can still choose to act out of love or not. And that's something that can be difficult and maybe in those situations. So Macy, what about you? I mean, do you feel like you've seen experiences either personally or in other people of the fruit of the spirit? Yeah. Um, I would say like, um, in like you and Chuck, I see it a lot, like fruits of the spirit, like just, I know you guys so well now. Cause like, I mean, I've known you guys for like four years now. So it's like seeing, um, you guys like just follow Christ like so faithfully um and like seeing that like pour out of you guys it almost seems like just naturally like you guys just show like so much kindness and like gentleness and um like patience as well I would say because sometimes high school group can get a little rowdy especially Chuck when everyone's talking in the back I'm like I feel so bad for him but he doesn't really get mad so I'm like okay good job Chuck but yeah so I would just say definitely in you guys I see it a lot um and too like even in myself I would say when I'm in more, um, like intimacy with God or, um, you know, I've gotten into the word that day and like spent time with him. Like it's a lot easier to hear that conscience, the Holy Spirit. It's a lot easier to hear it and it's a lot easier to hear him and like, um, hear the voice that's like, okay, you have the opportunity to like make this choice in this moment. And sometimes Holy Spirit wins, sometimes flesh wins, but it's okay because God is forgiving and he has grace on us which is really nice but yeah i would just say just the more time we spend with the lord the more naturally the fruit flows out of us which is like so amazing there's a verse that i remember loving in high school and it says that the lord remembers that we are dust Mm. (laughs) you know and i think (laughs) i've never heard that one but i love that yeah i'm like yep that's me you know i'm like i i Try my best, and I do the work, and I seek you, mm-hmm. Lord. But then I look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, man, as long as I've been doing this, yeah. I should be better <laughs> than I am, right? And it's so hard. But that's the thing that keeps us mm-hmm. on our knees, oh, lifting yeah. our hands oh, to yeah. a God who is high and exalted. We aren't. We are desperate for him, yeah. and we are going to continue to run into our flesh. But as we run into our own struggles, if we continue to like position ourselves, we are humble. He is exalted then we are in the right position of worship Mm. and I believe that he will continue to fill us and little by little we'll become more like him and be used and so thanks for sharing that we've been impacting (laughs) you and so it is a journey and it's a struggle but it is something well I love how like transparent you guys are too like that's something that's like really I just love about you guys and your relationship like I just I remember like in the fervent class that you did a while Mm -hmm. ago the one that I the one class that I went to um I just love how you're, like, just so honest with us about, like, moments where, like, you're just like, Lord, like, I wish that, like, I could hear you or, like, feel you or see you here, but, like, this is so hard, but, like, I'm going to still be faithful to you. And so, yeah, I just, like, I really love that about you guys, Well, good. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us in our chat about worship today. It's been so good. Thanks. (laughs)